to welcome back to the show Dr. Richard Haas, who is the President Emeritus of the Council on Foreign Relations. Uh, he's someone who has served in three different Republican administrations in the foreign policy field. He is the author of the best-selling recent book, The Bill of Obligations, The Ten Habits of Good Citizens. And right now he's not writing about good citizens, he's writing about good friends. And the idea that uh, good friends owe their other good friends uh, good advice. And in that context, he is trying to offer some advice to the United States and to Israel, uh, hoping that the United States will succeed with President Biden's trip tomorrow scheduled for uh, Jerusalem and uh, Ramallah. Uh, to uh, or Jordan actually is going to be meeting the Palestinian leadership in Jordan. At least it was originally scheduled that way. But with that trip, Dr. Haas, you're suggesting that President Biden uh, should persuade the Israeli leadership to rein in, uh, at least restrain to some extent, the massive ground invasion that everyone has been talking about. Why is that so important? Well, it's important for any number of reasons. One is I don't think it will succeed if the definition of success is to eliminate Hamas. Military tools just can't accomplish that kind of a political objective. And as we've seen with this tragic apparent bombing of a hospital, uh, a large effort will uh, generate lots of support or sympathy for Hamas in the region and around the world as well as in, in Gaza. I think Israel does have to go after Hamas, but it has to distinguish between Hamas and Gaza. Uh, and there are things that can and should be done against Hamas, and Israel's been doing it with various uh, targeted strikes. It could do certain things with commandos. But I worry that something big will not only lose Israel the high ground around the world, but I think it dramatically increases the chance of war widening, bringing Hezbollah into the war from Lebanon, possibly Iran. And I don't think that serves the interests of Israel or the United States. President Biden shows up in Israel if the trip goes ahead as uh, scheduled with tremendous uh, leverage and influence. He's the most popular man in Israel now, far more popular than the Israeli prime minister. So President Biden can can essentially speak truth. And again, his speech the other night was very well received in Israel. And now the time is, in, I think, in private to have a very direct, uh, straight conversation with, with, with Israeli leaders. Okay, if the goal is not the elimination of Hamas and the complete dismantlement of the Hamas uh, political leadership, quasi-governmental structures in Gaza. If that's not the goal, what would be the goal of the next uh, Israeli maneuver? Don't get me wrong, I'd love to see Hamas eliminated. Uh, it just can't be done. It's, uh, it's as much a, a movement or a network, uh, an ideology, as much as, much as it is uh, an organization. And even if Hamas were eliminated, something like it would come into being. So I think the goal ought to be to degrade it as much as possible militarily. And that's the main most that can be done, I think, within Gaza. And I think Israel needs to rebuild its defenses in the south and west. What happened... Ten days ago, never should have happened, and it should never happen again. And ultimately, I think Israel needs to have a political outreach to Palestinians, not to Hamas, but to other Palestinians. The goal has to be to marginalize Hamas to show there's a better path for Palestinians than supporting this terrorist organization. 
Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I know uh, from my conversations with Israelis who are also uncertain about the next step, one of the great concerns is that the sympathy for Hamas that seems to be permeating the Arab world with huge crowds in places like Iraq uh, that have no skin in this game in particular, with all of that sympathy for Hamas, it gives Hamas a chance to move its center of operations, God forbid, from Gaza to the West Bank. And the West Bank, where more Palestinians live than Gaza, about 3 million as opposed to 2 million, uh, the, the results of Hamas unseating the Palestinian Authority with all its faults uh, would be nightmarish, no? Uh, it would. And the way, the way that Hamas unseated the Palestinian Authority in Gaza was it seemed to be less corrupt and more focused, uh, more committed, younger. Uh, we don't, you're right. We don't want to see a replay of that in the West Bank. But the best way to avoid a replay is to show, again, the Palestinians who rule out the use of force who are willing to coexist with Israel, they will. They actually have a political path. They won't get all that they want, but they would get more than they have, and they would get a hell of a lot more than, than Hamas is going to get, which is nothing. And in terms of Hamas getting nothing, uh, they appear now to be entertaining the idea of at least some kind of negotiations for mm -hmm. uh, hostages, at least for the non-Jewish hostages. Uh, what, yeah, uh, it's going to be very hard. It's very hard to deal with that because the question is distinguishing among hostages. What is it they're going to want in return? Uh, so uh, it's hard to know what's propaganda, what's real. But look, I think it's the point. There's a decent chance there will be some swap, some exchange of, of hostages for Hamas uh, prisoners in Israeli uh, jails. I think something like that is, is possible could be something larger, but uh, I wouldn't rule that out uh, as this plays out. Uh, what uh, what do you think is the uh, uh, next step? Do you think the president's making a mistake to take the risks, both diplomatic and political and even security risks, to make this very fast trip to Israel? No, I don't think it's... He's making a mistake. I think it's a courageous thing to do, and by every measure of the word courageous. But again, to simply let things drift, uh, it hurts, I think, not just a close ally of the United States, Israel, but I think it's bad for U.S. interests in the region and the world. We don't want the Middle East to be blowing up now. We've got our hands full in Europe and, and the Indo-Pacific. So sure, the president, I think, needs to use his voice persuade the Israelis to scale back what they appear to be contemplating, see whether we could add some momentum or something to some kind of a hostage uh, release to try to prevent war widening, to signal certain countries of, of that, particularly Iran, so they understand the cost of war widening. No, I think it's a, it's, it's a good investment. I'm not saying it's without risk. I'm not saying it's going to work. But simply leaving this alone, I don't see how that would improve things. And there, there are a number of scholars um, who believe that the so-called two-state solution, the idea of creating a separate nation of Palestine in the Middle East, is, is just dead because of the 
if if this kind of horrific attack can happen in Israel from Gaza, where they aren't established as any kind of state, uh, there would be great fears of uh, even worse attacks coming from a new state of Palestine. Do you believe the uh, yeah, there's still life in the two-state solution idea? I think that analysis is dead wrong. But I, look, I think the two-state solution is on life support, uh, not so much because of what just recently happened, but in part because of years of uh, Palestinian refusal to accept compromises and then Israeli settlement activity. So it's going to be difficult. But to paraphrase what Churchill said about democracy, the, uh, the two-state solution is the worst solution except for all the others. And if Israel is going to remain uh, a democratic Jewish state, I do not believe there is an alternative to a two-state solution. If Palestinians, five million Palestinians, continue to live in Israel without rights, then Israel ceases to be a democracy. And if they do get full political rights, Israel ceases to be a Jewish state. I do not see how either of those outcomes is in Israel's interest. And uh, uh, the discussion about a uh, one-state solution, um, like Canada mixing French-speaking and English-speaking people, not that they've been in the habit of killing each other. Um, but uh, there, there is, as, as you know, it uh, would take an amazing sales job to persuade the Israeli public at this point, at least according to some of the polling. The polling on, in the United States has been very positive about Israel. Do you think it's important? To, well, obviously it is important to hold that level of support. Uh, Richard Haas, always a pleasure to speak to you. Your piece is uh, linked at our website at michaelmedved.com. He is the President Emeritus of the Council on Foreign Relations and the author of the fine book about civics, which is not a boring subject at all. It's a necessary subject. The book is called The Bill of Obligations, The Ten Habits of Good Citizens, which is important for this greatest nation on God's green earth.